Good morning, good morning, good morning. You are tuned in this morning to the Urban Conservative. I'm Chaz Neal, activist based in Minnesota. And today with me, I have, as usual, my co-host and executive producer, John Tell Tolan. Grand rising, y'all. You already know. And as today, I have a special, special uh, co-host, uh, Matthew Scott. Um, Grand rising to everybody. Uh, I hope y'all have had a blessed morning. More to come. Yes, yes, yes. So... We are being brought to you today by the Leon Black Independent Media. We are all about transparency, truth, and accountability. The Urban Conservative is all about the news on the streets, gun violence, crime, politics, and how we solve our community's most hardest issues. How can we change our communities for the better? Let's get back to family, community, foundational roots. Let's make sure nobody gets left behind. Today, you already know what it is, it's Motivational Mondays. Um, and I'm going to start off with a few quotes. Uh, the first one I have is from Langston Hughes. I swear to the Lord, I still can't see why democracy means everybody but me. Um, you know, as I read that, Yo, that's one of my, that is my favorite poet, yo. He was, he's the reason that I became a poet. Langston was deep, man. And, and I really got into Langston when I was in JDC. Um, and there was just a lot of the wordage and the things that he, his poetry talked about, I could feel and I was... I was living through, but really didn't understand it until now mm -hmm. of what mm -hmm. a lot of these quotes uh, that are being used uh, today, either against us or for us uh, and what they really mean more in context. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, especially with, um, you know, with, with Matt, you know, he uh, talks about Frederick Douglass a lot as being somebody yes. that he uh looked up to looks up to and, and and sees as a mentor and that right there is our mentors should be somebody that isn't here any longer and that mm -hmm. their words mm -hmm. mean something because they're still being used in their 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 rhetoric or their ideology is is being used right Right. And poetry is like the oldest and rarest form of expression. It's something I've always like loved since I was a kid and even now in life. Because I mean a lot of people can relate to poetry. Right. No, definitely. And and, and even with this second quote um comes from Asada Shakur. It yes. says I'm not sorry, I'm not I'm not quite sure what freedom is, but I know damn well what it ain't. Mm. How have we gotten so silly? I wonder, uh, <laughs> and I really do wonder what is freedom, right? You know what I'm saying? Because when we look at it and then I look at these, these amendments, I look at the constitution, uh, and then I, was that shit really, really written for me? Right. Like, why am I out here having to fight being boots on the ground? and 
not believing in democracy, not believing in the constitution of America or liberty and justice for all, because I really start to question, am I part of that all? Was I ever part of that all? So, and, and, and yes, definitely, John Tell, freedom is, 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 is a mindset of it's, yeah, there definitely is ways to freedom through the mind. I definitely agree with that because once you are free in your mind, uh, there's nothing that can hold you back. You free your mind. Yeah. It, when you empower, when you educate yourself, when you have education, yeah, I mean, that's that's where you're limitless. Because especially when you're questioning everything, you the system can't the system can't do anything about that. You know what I mean? Um, there's something hold on, I'm gonna find it, but uh, I literally just I think I should. Yes, I just shared this quote uh, and I'm going to show y'all really quick. Hold on, let me get rid of this because it says self-educated people cannot be fooled by institutionalized propaganda. That is the way to freedom. If you self-educate yourself and you're sharing that knowledge with other people, the powers that be cannot keep a grasp on you. And that's how we free ourselves, in my opinion. No, definitely. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of truth and power to um, awakening your mind and using your mind as the forefront of your life. I mean, like you mentioned that I, uh, like you mentioned about me that I, I enjoyed uh, abolitionists growing up as a child. Uh, Frederick Douglass was one of my favorites, and one of his quotes was, knowledge makes a man unfit to be a slave. So, yes. Right. I mean, the more you learn, the more the more you learn, the more the less you can be controlled. True. Very true. And and that's one uh two of the what we're gonna talk about today is is fear. Um, and because fear actually has two, two different meanings. Uh, you can forget everything and run, or you can forget everything and rise. The choice mm -hmm. is yours. Uh, you know, as I, I think about that and what does that mean? Because for me is I, I used to, I can't, you, cause you can never really forget you know, um, that is the the hardest part is forgetting the past, forgetting things that have happened and moving forward. Because if you can't get to the core of the issue, how do you, you get past it? But right. I think, you know See, what I'm saying? That has to do in another sense, you know, I got to touch on the spiritual tip that has to do with spirituality, too. And as far as like finding your inner path, you're speaking to your inner child, doing that dirty work, clearing the dust off your ceiling fan so you can become shiner and bright, shine brighter and get done the things you need to get done in your life and find purpose within your life. You know what I mean? You can't grow. You can't stand up to things. You can't 
face everything and rise until you get rid of the mucky stuff that keeps you down. Right. And I think that that's something, a tried and true revelation for black men, especially that we deal with because, <laughs> yo, this soup. <laughs> nah, soup. We, yo, early birds. <laughs> yo. That's right. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, there's another thing that people say, uh, the past anxiety is the past. Um, no anxiety is you worrying about the future. Depression is about you worrying about the past. You know what I mean? And keeping in the present, it's what's going to help you grow. Um, so I think me personally, I think it's finding that balance, but if you never had the, the tools or you grew up with parents that taught you how to be fearful and to not stand up for yourself um, or not teach you anything at all. How are you to learn coping mechanisms or to get through and navigate? And for me as a black man, I think um, we've been missing a lot of holes in the big puzzle piece. Uh, yo, soup. It's yo, get, get with the program. We got this right. is information. This is knowledge, knowledge through experience, peripheral, but like anxiety, like, and Soup, you bring up a really good point talking about like sleeping schedules, right? Because it's about motivation and with motivation comes discipline. Like me and you, Chaz, we're not the most organized of folk, you know, we, we do what works for us to have some level of consistency because we know that like some level of consistency and discipline is what's going to fuel that drive is what's going to help us grow. And that kind of behavior is contagious. When other people oh, see that, it, it makes them want to do it too. And like we say all the time, each one teach one. Big you know? facts, big facts, big facts. And I, I want to read something too of mm-hmm. that when we, we talk about fear, um, and these are just two examples. This is an example from um, 1964 and comes from Ella Baker. Um, Until the killings of black men, black mothers, sons become as important to the rest of the country as the killing of a white mother's son, we who believe in freedom cannot rest. Here's another, this is from, this is now. Right. And and this is now uh, from 2020 is every police killing of an unarmed black man, woman or child damages our country. These killings are a tragedy for families and communities, but they are also a stain on our nation's very soul. I want to say something, right? Because as we look at this, you know, 1964, there wasn't a lot of community killing. There wasn't a lot of violence. Uh, there was, but not at two of the time. Not like now. now, because there was more unity. You had more, you didn't there's have- also more gun, There's also more guns and more people. That as well. There, There's different reasonings behind it. But when we look at, we have to look at the reasonings why. And it, there's certain things in place that have led it to be why we are in this position today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's politics. Second part is policy. 
We've mm. never been. We've never been the when I and I and when I speak about us, I'm, I'm I'm speaking about black people primarily, but I'm also speaking about the poor. Talk because about they, it. They've never put us in a position to be able to fight fair. Because right. first of all, when they gave us, they freed us, but did they ever give us an advantage? That's they what, That's right. That's what reparations was about in which America never did pay reparations. I don't know how that can figure out today in, in, in times, but I, I do believe that after, uh, people that are African-American and that were their lineage, their, their history and ancestry can go back to slavery. I do believe that are old reparations. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because they did, America did pay reparations. And Japan, I want to- Japanese descendants, yep. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about reparations in America to slave yeah. owners. But I'm saying, right. Yeah, 40 right. acres oh, in America. forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. They got reparations. <laughs> the Japanese got reparations. People across the world have gotten reparations. Why don't we get reparations? And we're in, quote unquote, the most powerful country in the world. But it, it should be even deeper than that because for me, I know that there's nobody alive right now that voted or that could even had anything to do with yes. Yes. the fact that they took reparations away from black people, African descent of slavery, uh, and instead gave it to the plantation owners. Mm-hmm. And I, I want people to realize this and that's why the fight for reparations. I really don't understand it, and but I'm behind it. Now listen, of, let me give like a little lesson right here. Cause everyone wants to talk shit on Haiti and the fact that look, we're still expelling people that are fleeing atrocities. There's so much gang right. violence there. We put a person in power that we know is directly harming Haitians, yet we're touting like we're we're praising this so quote this so uncalled leader. Uh 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 Henri can't stand him, right? Okay, so Haitians are literally protesting us. They're saying get out of our country, America and Canada. They're literally saying this because we're called we're making the problem worse. And we have since the inception of that country, we have kept them down. It's worth this precedes Cuba, okay? And what we've done with Cuba and, and uh, the embargo, this is way worse. Basically, Haiti has had to pay for their quote-unquote independence and freedom. And they've right, still been right. paying. All of the French quote-unquote colonies have been paying France the whole time for their quote-unquote freedom. They pay taxes to France. They pay reparations to France. It's the same what you were saying about the slave owners, but in the reverse. France touts itself as this big, rich country. Everything that they are now and what they do and what they stand for, all of their money comes from these colonies still. They're still colonies. They just, it's a a matter of wordplay and language so that people feel more comfortable with the current status quo, but it has not changed. Nope. Just the times have have changed. That's it. It's the same shit, different day. And and that's the one thing that that frustrates me about black people. Um, We've sat here and, and we've seen it that 
I've, I've seen that since George Floyd, I've seen the Asian hate bill because of COVID-19 and they were calling it the, the China virus, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, yep. uh, and I've seen an incident happen in Atlanta, Georgia because of a man's sexual tendencies, his fantasies, they used it as, hmm, that he was racist, that he was, thank you, fear-mongering. And, but yet, I also seen in that same year, a couple months later, of 10 black people being killed in a grocery store mm. by a white man who drove over mm -hmm. state lines to do a, a mm -hmm. domestic Why do we have, why do we have a What's that, Matt? I was going to say, why do we have a tendency to blame the people for the things the government does? Why do we have a tendency to blame the victims? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Why is yep. it that, talk about this, why is it that BP and lobbyists and uh, 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 Bank of America and all those kinds of entities get off by blaming us and saying that it's our responsibility, that we are the sole um, reason for climate change happening and global warming yeah. happening. Well, we're not. My little, And I'm not saying we're not responsible too, but my right. little plastic cup is not contributing as much as your cow's shit to global warming. Let's talk about sustainability. Let's talk about the fact that our individual um, actions are not the biggest part of the problem. The oil spills, the pipelines, the things that these big corporations are doing and also sucking us dry on top of it is what's putting us in a situation. Don't put the, don't pin the blame on the victims. We are the victims and let's remind ourselves that we are the victims of this system. Right, because we'll sit here and talk about what Kanye West said on Tucker Carlson, but we ain't talking about how Jackson, Mississippi ain't got no water or how a 15 year old kid was murdered by police in Mississippi. Right. Like what the fuck is wrong with us? Like that's crazy. We get more oppressed by the oppressors every day and we don't even realize it because mm -hmm. it's yep. all skin folk and kin folk. You know, people that support BLM are oppressors. They're part yeah. of the oppressors. Talk about and, it. And I'm, I'm fuck that. I'm gonna say if anybody agrees, disagrees, I don't even care. This, this is what I it. gotta say because at the end of the day, people want to see I'm a because I'm a conservative. I'm a Republican. No, I'm not. But what I'm starting to see is that BLM are Democrats. Mm -hmm. That's why, and I'm gonna speak it. It's because, about the money because the people who founded BLM had embezzled money. They didn't do that for the movement. They did it for themselves. And exactly. why are so you have to ask why are Democrats backing it so much? It's about the money, right? They there was a huge, there was a huge gravitational shift in 2021 where the people that were part of the organization separated from the people that actually fought in the streets. There's a huge right. separation now where now people on the right that hate us for standing for what we stand for even though we don't donate to the actual organization will sit there and hate us but don't realize that we've separated ourselves from the organization right well see kanye west blm both of these entities or people make us poor and black people look bad 
We're the ones that's doing the work. We're the ones that's still caught in the middle, trying to find our own footing and ground and keep your boots on the ground, people. Um, and they're the ones that keep pulling us in every different direction, trying to sway us, trying to conquer and divide us, trying to distract us. Mm-hmm. All of the above, keep your boots on the ground and keep your mind grounded, people. We have work to do every single day and we are falling behind. And remember that they want it that way. Right. Like, yes, like, yes, true that the Black Lives Matter organization did pocket, did pocket a lot of donation money that was given to them to actually do things. That's, yes, that's true. And, um, you know, that that's why it switched in, basically into 2021 where people started, don't, people seen that, realized it was wrong, and then started giving giving their donations to streamers and activists who actually, you know, in the streets. Not the, not the politicians who claim that they care about our cause and care about our struggle, but then use our money to fund well, themselves. Let's talk about the other side of that too. Co-option and infiltration within entities of the movement and people within the movement themselves, um, grifters and, and people who are con artists. Um, this whole, it was a whole mixture of so many different things. And that's also what I mean about getting pulled in different directions. The people that are actually trying to make a difference get lost in the sauce. And we have to remember to uplift these people and remember to keep finding them and networking and building this. I see it as a hand of people grabbing hands and, and networking across the world and building this coalition. And remember that if you lose a hand, keep reaching out and grabbing another hand because there are people like us all over. Exactly. Right. No, there definitely is people like us all over. But my 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 uh my question that I have mm-hmm. is and and Soup made a comment um talking about that uh Kanye West had bought um parlor. Man, mm-hmm. it's it has nothing to do about the far right. If if people want to really believe that, that that's a narrative. So that he already bought it. He, he bought Parler because he's being silenced. And Parler has been for sale. That's what people don't want to talk about is Parler right. has been for sale for a while. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's the, the the whole crazy part. And yes, Candace Owens' husband is an owner in it. He has, and he's an investor. But there's a lot of investors and in various different things that we don't talk about, and we're okay with every day. Because let's talk about the Wisconsin dude running for governor, whose construction company is all in Minneapolis, Ooh, and wow. also. I just had my fucking gas turned on in the building. And you know who came out to do it? His people, Centerpoint Energy. So not only is my taxes paying this fuck faces, and he's a Republican, so yes, fuck face. I don't disagree with all Republicans, just like I don't disagree with all Democrats, but the right. ones I do, I'm definitely gonna say how I feel about them. Right. Um, Accountability right accountability and my taxes are going to pay his campaign just like when we pay our center point energy bill in minneapolis this man has contracts Con- oh yeah i don't i don't like kanye no no it, exactly it's it, it definitely is fuck kanye was right for sure that doesn't hurt me that doesn't have that does not hurt me at all um 
So it, it's we have to realize of what we are doing to not only ourselves, but to the people around us because not we all have fights in this. We all have skin in the game. We all have reasonings for being in this. Regard, and I can guarantee you right now, it wasn't to be a Democrat. It wasn't to be a Republican. It was to get in here and get changed. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm so sorry to cut you off, but you, yeah, you, yeah. we went on a segue really quick. Go back to this because the, everyone needs to know this. Candace Owens' husband is who owned Par Parlor before Kanye West. And a lot of mm -hmm. people don't know that they're focused on Kanye West when we need to get to the root. The root right. is Candace Owens. She's the segue to the actual root. Right. Think about where this is coming from. I just looked that up. She claimed acquisition rights in 2018. Mm -hmm. They're being used. Yep. <laughs> He's the CEO. What was she talking about? He is the straight up CEO, her husband. Right. Oh, right. Definitely. But that, that's even like with, with, uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter. Yeah, yo, I, thank you for pulling that out of my head. Why did we forget about that all of a sudden? How come everyone forgot about that? We're not talking about that. Acquisition still hasn't went through. It still could happen. We're still in limbo here. Do you know what I mean? And for, let's not forget, he wants to bring Trump back. Right. So people are worried about Parler and Kanye West, but y'all aren't worried about Elon Musk Twitter, and then you got to think about he's getting rid of 75% of Twitter staff. What? 75%. So you got to understand they're not going to be able to get everything. The misinformation that's going to happen on that is going to turn into hell. Right. And Twitter's reach is way further than part part so, of like, Right. And then you got to think about it too is. So PR he is bad. He's way worse than Kanye could ever be. Kanye gets the attention because Kanye's black and he's talking a bunch of bullshit. Elon um, Musk is getting lost in the sauce because he's white. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to bring up something because he uh, actually, you know, let's take a commercial break while I look for this because I got to go on my true social and, and look for it. Of course, it. without a doubt. Uh, so we're going to take a real quick break. We will be right back. Got to pay the bills. So out of petty capitalists uh, otherwise won't be bringing to you live so we'll be shortly back with the urban conservative on the leon block independent media
I am corrected. I am no longer neglected. I am perfected. I am attracted. Conservative. My name is Chaz Neal, and with me today I got John Tell Toland and yo, yo, Matthew yo. Scott. So um we're talking about fear today, and we can either forget everything and run, or we can face everything and rise. Um, and what we're talking about right now, what you're seeing on the screen is Trump had a rally over the weekend in Texas. Um, and it, it is believed that Trump is already preparing to challenge 2022 midterm election results, uh, report claims. Um, now, I don't know why anybody is focused on this man running in, in 2024. Um, I think what we should be more focused on is that on the ballot, <clears throat> Um, there will be 61% of people on the ballot this year that are election deniers of the 2020 election. So what are we more concerned about when we're going to the polls this year? Uh, is it abortion? Is it election integrity? Is it police brutality? Uh, is it inflation? Because there's a lot of reasonings. Shit, is it slavery? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But even that is fear-mongering as well because there's also other states that right now, 20 actually other states that have involuntary servitude as punishment uh, on the books. And if people don't know what that means, that's involuntary slaves. Slave labor. Right. So, mm -hmm. uh, actually, oh, there's a video to this. I didn't even see that. Do we actually want to see that? I actually have the constitution right here in front of me. Let's see what he says. Let's see. Are we going to get mute? Are we going to get... We don't just oh, say we have a... Uh, let's put a disclaimer. We don't agree with nothing this man that comes out of his mouth. So, Mark, don't put us in Facebook jail. We're just giving the people what they wanted. We need to be truthful. Oh, Lord. How long is it? Oh, this 57 seconds. <laughs> oh, Lord. Delusional.
Turnover. Oh my goodness. Save America. There it is right there. Thirteenth Amendment. What is going this is this is a cult. Yo, that dude's weird. It's a cult. Hey. That's that's exactly so what my it son is. got me this. Goodness gracious. Oh. It says that Donald Trump and his allies are reportedly preparing challenges to 2022 midterm election, raising baseless claims of voter fraud that fueled his failed attempts to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election. The former president has reportedly convened a series of in-person meetings and conference calls with allies and officials in battleground states to prepare for legal challenges to upcoming elections that could determine the balance of power in Congress ahead of the 2024 presidential election. The, um, I don't even know what to say. I don't know if independent, whatever this paper it comes from, I don't know if this is a credible um, website or anything. It's written by Alex Woodard. I don't even know who that is. Doesn't ring a oh. bell, but like, mm-hmm. it, like he's not the problem. He's the he's this like indicative of the problem. He's the symptom, right? So right. like, what we need to be worrying about are the the talking heads, the sixty whatever percent that think like him. That's what we need to be worried about because that is very alarming and fucking scary. Well, and it's 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 funny because they bring up your state primarily, Pennsylvania. Yes. Yes. With Oz. And it's all around me. Mastermino or whatever the hell his name is. Mastriano. All of this is in my neck of the woods and it's really frightening. It's far right. Election denier will be the state's next governor. Hmm. Wow. The hell he will not. See, nah, I, I am. I am. I am nervous because they don't have the base, uh, they don't have any like democratic base really energized to combat it. Like everyone's scared of Yeah, like because he's not a strong candidate. I don't but, know anything about him. Right. Like, I don't know anything about him to really want to vote for him to combat Mastriano and Oz either. So it's like, yeah, when no one wants Oz or Mastriano, but no one's energized to necessarily do anything about it because there's no solution being presented to us. And the masses, the way that they act like sheep, they need someone screaming in their face, I'm the answer. No one's out there doing that. So what are Pennsylvanians doing? They're working. They don't care. They care, right. but they don't care. They're scared, but they still don't care. Let's talk about fear. No one's being presented with the encouragement to be courageous and step up and do something like actually vote. Am I always for voting? No, but I feel like in this situation, A, you need to vote. B, you need to think locally when it comes to voting. You need to go right. to your local township meetings and your borough meetings and things and see what's going on in your area so that you can stay informed on a local level because we need to combat this one by one, piece by piece, neighborhood by neighborhood, because that is what is contributing to the problem. The people in the room that saying that the welfare queens in the cities are harming our state, our commonwealth. No, they're not. Right. 
talk about Mind it. you, let's talk about the fact that most quote unquote welfare queens are actually statistically white. White. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's but Fox News that. and all those other uh, entities will tell you otherwise. They will make you think, and they're pinning us against each other poor white people against poor black people. The yeah. fight is not just being able to keep breathing. The fight is actually being able to walk down the street with your head held high and feel like I belong here or I deserve to be here or I just have a right to a level of dignity. Exactly. Talk about it. That was worded perfectly. Mm -hmm. Big time. Here's another good one. Is that Malcolm X said the media, the media is the most powerful entity on earth. They have the power to make the innocent guilty and to make the guilty innocent. Mm-hmm. Media has the power to influence minds, ideas, behavior, and attitudes of the masses. If that is not the most corresponding so yeah. that today, because honestly, you could really put that this social media is the most powerful entity. And it doesn't matter if it's Twitter, it doesn't matter if it's Facebook, because mm-hmm. social media has the power to influence minds, ideas, behaviors, and attitudes of the masses. Because you can go on YouTube and you can find ways to make bombs. You can go on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. And do find the do-it-yourself videos how to make ghost guns. Hmm. Oh, yeah, cocktails. The media pushes like all of the issues in your face and like just basically influence. I swear, I swear by the way that they use their propaganda every day. I, I feel like they create victims of this system and why people become mass shooters and shit like that. Yep. I mean, look at the shit in the media that you're seeing. Like, I can flip through my Facebook all day and you know what I'll find? Videos and pictures of guns all throughout my feed. Wow. All throughout my feed. Right. Talk about it. Like, you can see that they're trying to force this stuff on people to make them fear the society around them and make them more, like, resistant to things, which is why you're seeing so much violence, so much crime, because all the stuff in the the, the media that's being pushed is fear propaganda. It's making people fear the world around them so that they feel like they have to fight back against any and everything. Right. Talk about it. Mm, and it's crazy. It, it, it's so ridiculous. Because I'm sitting here looking. So right now, I'm on the National Gun Violence Archive. And I'm going to read you the last the shootings in the last couple hours. National. So you have Illinois, which one dead, three injured. Uh, Minneapolis, one injured. Chicago, Chicago. One injured, uh, one died. Chicago, Chicago, Arkansas, Georgia, New York, Illinois. How is this not a problem, people? You look at all of these shootings we've had in just the last couple of hours since yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. Why are we not discussing this? Five mass shooting. Texas, Brownsville. Where was he at? Where's Trump at yesterday? That wasn't Brownsville, was it? 
I think the reason we're not discussing so many things is because we keep getting so many things thrown onto our plate to deal with. Hmm. Phoenix, Arizona, one dead, seven injured. Hmm. Chicago, Illinois, mass shooting, two dead. Damn, I hate seeing Minneapolis on here. Yeah. Milwaukee mass shooting. This city, how do how, why are we not talking about this? But everybody want to talk about and no disrespect. No, I'm not even gonna go there because they're gonna try to cancel me. So I'm just gonna keep that comment to myself. Um but well, yeah, they're also, trying to deflect and distract so much, man. It's like, and I get it, like everybody's like, I want to fight and, and stand in solidarity with everybody, but there's just times where I feel like I can't because I feel like that issue is more talked about than stuff that matters to to my community, and I understand. But again, and it plays on the field. You put that in perspective. It's like it's like witnessing fires all across the country. Which fire are you going to go to tend to first? Exactly. Right, because like I understand climate justice that we need it, right? But we got to educate people better on what really climate justice is right you know because something that i can feel right now is gun violence i can see the property crime and not so much even about the property crimes but just the, the crime period the people the scams people taking advantage of each other you know every night i mean like damn minneapolis been crazy this weekend it's like chicago been crazy detroit philly um i don't know how much we have to more endure and you have all of these groups, moms against whatever, the man, whatever, they, whatever the hell it is. Uh, and how are we not getting anywhere? Speaking on gun violence, I feel like, I feel like if we could get people to love themselves more, we could eliminate that problem. If we can get people to actually care, care and love themselves and who they are and not what the media wants them to be and make it ain't even that. It, 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 that's, that it's it's a part of that, but a lot of it is too. You look at what is on TV all the time. What is you know, you gotta you gotta it's and it's more about just loving yourself too, because we have to see what is being put in front of us every day, right? Mm-hmm. You look on Facebook, you look on TikTok, you see um, video, world star. I mean, we've seen it for years. We're so desensitized to violence. We're so desensitized to blood and gore. And we honestly, we have been like, they make us believe that, you know, we go to the movies and we'll go see uh, Chucky or we'll go see Halloween or Jason. But then there's other ones that are real life stories like Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you right now, if I see anybody dressed as Jeffrey Dahmer for Halloween, I'm beating your ass. Yeah, all, all I know is, bro, you want to stop calling me Jeffrey Dahmer because of my class. Okay, I will. Okay, thank you. You know what? Thank you. <laughs> hey, you know what? No, I'm, I'm very. The same, but it's the same you thing. You feel no, me? You're right. Thank you for saying that. You are so right. Thank you. Jeffrey Dahmer is such a vile human being. He picked all of his victims by like literally where he lived. He knew he was poor. He knew he was white. He knew he lived in the hood where he'd find all different types of cultures of people. So he victimized all these people that he knew he could 
he could get away with because the system already victimizes him. So why not have a big serial killer go and do that? This is why I've always hated that guy. No, there's, I'm gonna, I gotta find it, but um, we can continue talking because it ain't gonna take me that long. But there's a, a post that's going around on social media about this little boy that is dressed up as, oh, I found it. This shit is crazy to me. Them parents Like, these parents are weird. Like, why do you dress your child like, and I'm sending it to you right now. That's okay. I got to see you. Is, <laughs> uh, I want people to really, 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 really look at what's wrong with this picture. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with your ch- dressing up your child like this? Regardless, if and I've seen some of the comments, I'm not, I don't want to post any, but so this child, this white child, I don't want to make it about race, but I have to for a minute. Yep. Uh, so he's got a sandwich in one hand, but if you look in the bucket, right, and Jeffrey Dahmer's victims were 90% primarily what? Black. Oh my really? god. Oh my god! What is that? Hmm. It's, it's a, a hand. Black it's foot. a black hand and a foot. Oh my! Wow. That's so wrong. This is not Batman. This is not the Joker. This is not Chucky. This was actually somebody that was out here slaughtering and killing people. And you still have victims joke. out here, families, and they have this to see triggering. This is triggering for people of color. Do you not right. understand the sensitivity of that? Oh, definitely. It's not a joke. No, it's not. It's not. That's not. This is something like, and that's why I say we're desensitized because everybody wants to talk about how the Floyd family suing Kanye. Why are we talking about shouldn't these victims be suing Netflix? Yep. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Or anybody that's out here selling Jeffrey Dahmer costumes to, to kids to traumatize other kids, to traumatize other people. Like, if people don't understand what I mean, that sandwich... For a serial killer to go out there and pick all of his victims by race is still... It's not the, only that, not only that, but like, literally, like, w- one of his victims was black and deaf. Like, dude... That's so messed up that you can sit there and think you can control somebody else that literally can't even fucking make sense of the world normally as it is. You're going to sit there and take advantage of them? God, we... Look, I hate talking about Jeffrey. I really do. (laughs) But it needs to be talked about. For real. And then the fact that he tried to uh, get get his forgiveness from God because he's seen John Wayne Gacy of the same thing. <laughs> oh. There are wow. books. <laughs> I um I wanna I wanna talk about something really quick because it's motivational Monday. And uh it's also fall and in the fall uh in the fall trees fall down 
you know, right. but fall is that time of year where people get unmotivated, they get really slow, it gets cold, and you know, you move yep. slower in, in in colder seasons. Um, I for one get that seasonal depression, you know what I mean? And uh, just thinking about the fall, it, it really got me thinking since the first time you first crawled, you were familiar with the fall, the plunge you take to the ground. The fall you take doesn't get old because each time over the course of your life, you trip up each time through though each fall provides insight. From conception, you had this innate obsession with fear, scared. We all have it in us too, because when the fall is near, you sometimes don't want to face the ledge. When are you going to let go and fall? The fall means you face the darkness. The fall means your belly gets twisted and you think you will miss all the things that really don't matter. Because the ledge is up there and soon the ground will be a whole new adventure. The ledge is behind you. The fall brought out a new you. The fall taught you something new. Just like you learn to walk from a crawl, you will find the fire inside of you. The fall is cold. The fall is windy and wet. Hurricanes and constant rains force destruction and pain. But what happens after the hurricanes fade? People come together and build anew. The fall forced a shedding of old to bring a new foundation reflective of you. Let the leaves fall that fell remain on the ground where you saw them and keep walking and falling through seasons with knowledge. The leaves that fall nourish the ground around them. The notion of motion is seasons in deeper meaning. The spring forced the fire that made you fall into winter. The winter made you spring. Did you spring or did you leap? Did you, didn't you crawl once? Cause there are secrets that you keep. Unlock your past, commune with your kinfolk. The spirits are around you when the veil is thin. Within lies all the light you need to shed question into the void, to bring knowledge and compassion and understanding, to breathe, rebirth into the air around you. Feel the purpose of transition. Feel the turn of eras, the natural cycle, the speed, the fall, the dark, the rebirth. Fall is death, fall is birth, fall is then life, and life is earth. Seasons change growth life fall is life y'all definitely 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 second chance straight up yes exactly it's a chance to shed and become become new no it definitely is it definitely is grand Um, rising stacy i really want to thank everyone for uh, tuning in this morning to the to the Urban Conservative, uh, I, I want to thank Matthew for for coming on. Uh, is there any final things you want to say, Matthew, before we we get off the air this morning? Well, I enjoyed that you guys welcomed me onto the show today, and I'm glad I got to share my input. Always, man, you you're always welcome. You know, you're a part of the Leon Block family. Um, love having you on here you bring a whole nother another aspect uh perspective especially for me uh to see how much knowledgeable you are especially when it comes to the civil rights movement and the fight and and just how wide your knowledge is because it isn't just about certain things it's the things that you fight for you're very knowledgeable about and i really do appreciate that Thank you, man. I, I, I appreciate that so much. It makes me feel good about myself and about what I'm doing. No, and I just thank you for being you. And uh, until next time, meditate through the pain 
and celebrate the ties that bond, liberate our people, educate our youth so we can stop the bloodshed, be the change. When our fail, freedom or jail, heaven or hell, wish me well. All power. Bones, culture, thrones, set ablaze by the majority. Tired of complacency, ready for the anarchy, because what's left to lose?